0: On prepping 2.0. Shelby, what would the year 21 say to the year 2020?
1: So if 2021 is looking at 2020 as we ring in the new year, it would say, hold my beer.
2: When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0 with authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at Prepping2-0.com. Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in 3, 2, 1.
1: Hello everyone, this is Prepping 2.0. I'm one of your hosts, Shelby Gallagher, joined by my co-host on the show and co-host in life, Glenn Tate.
0: Hello, hello, hello. This is going to be a great episode. Shelby, set it up for us.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, we always like to talk about the top 100 list of things that disappear most in a collapse, quickest in a collapse. We're on number 93. You can find this on our website at prepping2-0.com in the lower right-hand corner. Number 93.
0: Cigarettes. cigarettes. Yeah. You know, apparently uh, they're rather addictive, so I've been told. And uh, they're they're a big deal, and you can't make them easily. And we all know every movie you've ever seen, right, where the topic comes up, it's a big deal. I get the question you probably do, too, Shelby. Uh, hey, I don't smoke. Should I buy cigarettes just to have them to barter? My inclination is to say no. Oh, really? Um, you might... I mean, if you can afford it and you can store them right and stuff, okay, cool. They're pretty expensive. There are a ton of taxes in these things. I don't know. They're like seven, eight bucks a pack. I don't even know. I remember when I was a kid, they had the vending machines, and they were forty-five cents a pack. That so, was
1: a, oh gosh, that's, that was a long time ago. That's how old Glen folks. I'm super
0: old, and so I think if you want to get cigarettes for barter, okay, it's probably not a bad idea. I just can't wrap my mind around it because, really, where does that end? I mean, you're going to start buying all these other things for that. Um, I don't know. It wouldn't be a terrible now, investment. I think,
1: yeah. You and I, neither of us are smokers, if you are a smoker, uh, because we believe in being prepper fit. Encourage you to, yeah, to get rid of them, that. But Great. I do think that there could be some bartering with it. I'm going to let you know. I, I, I don't know how well they store. That seems to me that they could be somewhat fragile if they get damp. You know, you got to take measures to keep them fresh. But Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, amongst the criminal element, they seem to be quite popular. And that's why we can't relate to this particular product. Exactly. I think.
0: Shelby, so, if the year 2021 were standing there. And talking to the year 2020, what would the year 21 say to the year 2020?
1: So if 2021 is looking at 2020 as we ring in the new year, it would say, hold my beer.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's uh, the that's that's what we're going to talk about
1: today's show. And you thought
0: 2020 was nasty. You thought it was full of instability. Uh, 2021 is going to be that accelerated. And here is the cool thing about that. And that is. We've had a preview from 2020, and so we know how it's going to be in 2021. But before we get into that, Lurkers lurkers come out of the shadows. What do I mean by that? What I mean is there are a lot of you guys, and we love you, listening on radio or YouTube or a variety of other places, and you're not Patreon supporters and you wonder what this after show is all about and you wonder what these video bonus shows are all about that we talk about, great way to find out. Five bucks a month for the Mm -hmm. video bonus shows. Two bucks a month to be a Patreon. Get the after shows. So much more content. In my mind, twice, three times the content for five bucks a month. Please consider it.
1: Yes. We want to mention one of our great sponsors, EMP Shield plug in their device to your device whether it be your home or your car and it protects against an EMP or coronal mass
0: Ejection. Ejection. CME. Yes. I always wanted, anyway. We all have like mental blocks on terms and things and that's like one that. Of them or, for me. Yeah. And yeah, that's cool. That's I cool. I got the
1: first three, first two this time. I'm you working did. on the third. You did. So protect your devices. And that's a big deal. Uh, you know, if you've all read the five seconds after series, uh, it's kind of a big one deal. One second after. One second after. My, my bad. So I encourage you to look into that. You can go to our website, prepping2-0.com. Click on friends and affiliates. They are there. Use the coupon code prepping2.0. Zero, and you get fifty bucks off, which is awesome.
0: I'd like to also, in this similar vein, mention New Mana Foods. N U M A N N A. New Mana. Think of it as New Mana from Heaven. They do freeze-dried food in bulk portions, family-sized stuff. Fabulous company. Get a ten percent discount by using the coupon code in all lowercase. I may add coupon code prep. P R E P. Well, this episode is called Get Ready for Real. What's coming in 2021 and how to survive in new America. When we say get ready for real, we don't mean get ready for reality because we live through 2020 and we know what reality is all about. So it's not it. it's like get ready, actually no goofing around this time for 2021. So that's what we mean when we say get ready for real. This show is being recorded in late December. Twenty twenty. It will air on January 6th, 2021. The reason I bring that up is there's a premise to what we're going to talk about today. And that is the facts that we have available to us now. By the time this airs.
1: Oh, it changes so quickly.
0: On January 6th, 2021, when I don't know, Vice President Pence may or may not certify Biden as, as the winner in the electoral, the winner of the Electoral College. So that's a big event on January 6th. So premise is. Biden is sworn in as president. So we got to go with the facts as we have them. I don't like that Biden might be sworn in. We're just going to play the hand we've been dealt and adapt there, too. So that's our premise. Here's what Shelby and I see happening in 2021. And I'm going to go through. I got about 17 of these. We here. We got a long list. We got a long list. We're going
1: to, and anything we have left over, we'll try and do in the after show. In too. the
0: after show. Yeah. One of the uh, things going on. One of the dynamics, there we go. One of the dynamics going on is the deep state versus the Patriots in government. We've been seeing this for a long time. We've had guests that have talked about it. Jack Decker in particular. He talked about it. Uh, we did a great video bonus show with him on it. And so I, I commend that to you. He was in the intelligence community and he saw this firsthand. This has been going on. I see this as, as I say, an ongoing dynamic. It will affect a lot of the other things we're about to talk about. So I wanted to address it at the very beginning to highlight the importance of this. Which side has more power? I don't know. I don't even think the two sides know which one has more power. I have to think if Biden were the president, the deep state would have the clear advantage in all of this. And so this dynamic is there, and we can't see it. That's what I was struggling with word-wise. We don't really get to see it, and so we don't know how pervasive it is. But understand, it is a real thing, and it can have a big effect on some of these outcomes.
1: So things that we've talked about, when I say we, I mean we as as an American culture, is the polarizing of politics. I think we're beyond polarizing. I think it's now sides. And Factions. And, and factions. And I'm sitting here and I have a news feed open because mm-hmm. a lot of this is based upon current events. Here's the headline that that just uh, underscores what we're talking about. December
0: 19th, December 2020. 2020 is when we're recording this. i got to
1: pull the iPad up in front of me. Democrat Senator says those who challenge election are, quote, bordering on treason, a crime punishable <sighs> by death.
0: Okay. That's everything you needed to know. That's everything you needed to know about where 2021 is going, because guess what? We're already here. It's not even 2021 yet. And Democrats, a single Democrat in fairness and objectivity, a single Democrat elected official, but still a position, I think, held by many of them, is saying that you, the listener, uh, are are a traitor and that it's punishable by death.
1: And just so you know, this is, uh, I gotta pick up the iPad again, because I set it out of my range. By the reach. way, you,
0: you were looking at this iPad, and I'm like, what's going on? We're doing a show here. Now I understand yeah, why. this
1: is what I'm, because so much of this is current events. According to Senator Gene Shaheen, a Democrat out of New Hampshire, uh, lawmakers who refuse to accept the President-elect Joe Biden's electoral victory are, uh, la, 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 continue their Traitorous, yes. which is, of
0: course, punishable by death. So. Uh, Wow!
1: Interesting. So They're that not just around, are I'm they? just giving you a little proof oh. positive to your point that <laughs> the divisions are happening. They're not just factions. They're not just polarizing. Sides are being taken, and with a statement like that, um, weapons are drawn. Right? Yeah,
0: and that's not only are the sides divided, and that's all true, and that's important in this. The amping up. At least it seems like on the left. I mean, I don't see yeah, any Republican no. senators talking about like throwing Democrats in jail or anything like that, let alone the no, death penalty. No, you see them
1: caving is yeah. what you do. Okay, exactly. You see them conceding because they don't.
0: But my point is, is not only is there a division, there's an escalation in the, the talk about what should happen to us conservatives, us patriots. And they're starting to use words like treason and death. And I'm a little offended. You can tell by the tone of my Mm -hmm. voice. I'm not real happy about this. By the way, Senator from New Hampshire, you have the right to remain silent. Mm -hmm. And here's why. When you start talking about death to elected officials, that's actually a crime. So you might want to consider this. I know you have legislative immunity and you can't be prosecuted while you're in office. But, Senator, what you just said, if somebody who is not in the Senate said it, could be the basis for federal criminal charges. So, please watch your words, Democrats, because we wouldn't want you to go into jail or anything. So, don't threaten people, okay? And I'm and I'm getting mad. I'm throwing right. off of my entire the, outline, and, and but I'm let mad. Me, let
1: me flip this. If a conservative oh, said such words like that, they'd be at mm-hmm. our uh, there'd be federal officials at our door. Mm-hmm. Ask one of our guests. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that we had recently taught engel Mm -hmm. how's that looking for him Mm -hmm. Anyway, next we Deep have more. Deep State
0: versus Patriots. Okay, here's another thing, and I'm going to go kind of chronologically again, to the extent I can predict the future. I was nominated uh, two episodes ago for a Nostradamus Award by you, and I had to turn it down because you actually deserve the Nostradamus Award. Don't you love it when a husband and wife give each other awards and they we act defer. like it's like we
1: get all gooey? Oh, no, and
0: we act like it's like a real thing, and it's not. Anyway, let's go through the chronological thing. I see the Democrat legislative agenda whether or not they get the Senate in Georgia and early indications are they're cheating their way into that one, too. But we're not going to get into current events. We're looking in the future.
1: And that has ramifications in and of itself. Right. But moving on.
0: So whether or not the Democrats have the Senate, they're going to go through with their legislative agenda because all they need is a couple squishy Republicans and they exist. So there's the old first hundred days. You know, the first hundred days I'm going to sign bills, this and that. There's also the honeymoon period, which is the widely, you know, accepted fact in politics that your first hundred days or a couple months or whatever it may be in office you can kind of get away with stuff it's the honeymoon period Uh, there'll be a bunch of stuff this isn't a political show this isn't a current event show there'll be a bunch of tax increases Green New Deal nonsense there'll be all kinds of stuff here's what really matters as far as setting 2021 on the path for badness gun control the Democrats, and I don't really believe them. By, by the way, I got to disagree with some of my patriot friends, and here's why. A lot of times, Democrats, in the heat of a campaign, like to a, like a liberal audience, will say, I'm going to outlaw all guns or something like that. And they're not really going to do that. Now, you can't really take them at what they say. You can take them at face value a lot more than you can Republicans. When Republicans say they're going to do stuff, they often don't. Democrats on things like guns, They're going to do something. But I just want to be candid. I don't see an isolated quote from Beto O'Rourke from a primary 18 months ago as the absolute certain thing that's going to happen. So I want to be real.
1: I will add this, though. The when Democrats say they're going to do something and they have the power to do it, they do it.
0: Yes, they do. But, I'm. yes, they're going to do gun control. What they're not going to do is like the most extreme, quote, Beto O'Rourke had. Don't count on him going door to door like he said he would do. There will be gun control. Yes, because they'll do what they said and they owe it to their people that got him elected and the Soros people. I just want to be clear, just because Beto O'Rourke said something 18 right. months ago does not mean it will happen.
1: Oh, but I, th- I this is where you and I are going to disagree. You think there's,
0: gonna I do, I think there's going to be door to door confiscation of all semi-automatic rifles? I think there's going to be attempts at
1: it. Okay. I do think they're going to, and I think back to twenty two two thousand and eight. See, that was the adjustment we had to make. Is have we say the the year mm. when Obama got into office? The first hundred days, every day, his first hundred days was a gut punch. Every oh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he just did that, and all these executive orders and all these, they were gut punches, and they were extreme.
0: Okay, so we disagree because I don't think in the first hundred days they're going to try to confiscate guns. No, I
1: don't. I think they are going to put uh, put the bill into into motion. I think there's going to be a lot of yelling and debate about it. But I think in 2021 there's going to be gun control measures. There's going to be extreme gun control measures. Yes, that we agree on. Yes. Okay.
0: And not only will there be extreme gun control measures. The, the talk of it. And you're right. There'll be the amping up like somebody will introduce a bill to confiscate all firearms. We're I'm about getting it. that. Yep. I, yes, there's that. It won't pass. But uh, we patriots will hear that on the news. Oh, by the way, another thing that's going to go on throughout the rest of the history, probably short history of the United States of America. Don't believe anything in the news. We've seen this in 2020. The news is completely corrupt. When I mean the news and patriots hear about this, I mean from real news sources. Um, So that's one thing. Factor into all of this as a prep for 2021. One of your preps needs to be the mental understanding that you can't count on anything in the news, even if it's stuff you want to believe. Anyway. So we, the the talk of extreme gun control will get our side amped up and mad and crazy. Go ahead,
1: right? And and again, we're we're recording this before we know the Georgia elections and the two like Senate seats. Mm-hmm. If they get if the if the liberals get full control of the House, the Senate, mm-hmm. and the presidency, and have no stop gaps, and I'm just saying this as someone who has lived in a state where in a state, the state of Oregon and now Washington, where that is the case the left ramrods Mm -hmm. extremes through because they can and they and they they don't want discussion because as soon that's how you create squishiness that's how you get people compromised they change their mind they're going to ramrod it through and this is their chance and based upon other countries who have voted in socialism who voted in these sorts of um, candidates it's pretty rapid
0: yes and that's a good point um the Democrats who are socialists, the Democrats in charge are socialists. And and that's not even debatable. Mm-hmm. And if if you think that's not true, maybe this show's not for you. Seriously. So socialists are a different kind of animal. Don't think, Patriots, that they act like you and they think like you and they are motivated like you. They they have been waiting for decades to
1: do this. Decades
0: to do this. This is a generational thing. There are socialists out there who are now in power who are saying to themselves my communist grandpa told me, wouldn't it be cool one day to do these things? And I'm going to do this for yep. you, grandpa. No, I'm serious. They move fast and they've been planning for this. Look at how they pulled off all the election fraud. It took years to plan that and to set all those things. I mean, all those ballots that showed up, they were pre months before they showed up. Blah, 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 blah. So yep. do not assume That the socialists will move at the speed of Republicans who are in power who never do anything. So, yes, very true. So my point is, is there's going to be this Democrat legislative agenda with all this extreme stuff. And in the first hundred days or so, it's going to be overwhelming. You were talking about the 2009 Obama thing when he was first in office and it was dizzying. It was dizzying. So expect that. So that is one thing going on.
1: And it's going to be demoralizing. So hold on to hold on to your. You might you might actually start smoking cigarettes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So
1: it's going to just be a gut punch. Yeah,
0: that'll be going on. Here's another thing I see going on. What's going on now, but becoming more visible in the first hundred or so days, the winter and spring of 2021. And that is economic devastation. Now, it's obviously going on. It's being masked. Uh, I can't believe that more people aren't. Talking about it anyway, whatever, the media, who cares? It's going to be obvious, like really, really obvious. And this is going to be a factor in everything else we're gonna talk about. So the Democrats have their 100-day agenda, they're moving all this extreme stuff through, then it'll be like, oh my goodness, there are a lot of people that are unemployed. Uh, Yeah, there were the whole time. What we need to do more for them, we're gonna have a national rent moratorium, I'm making all this stuff up, but you get the picture. It is gonna be a factor, it is gonna be fuel. The economic devastation that will now be acknowledged for the first time uh, is going to be fuel for the Democrats' agenda and for the people's, fire the people's resistance and for Republicans and Patriots efforts so it's going to be a big factor
1: here's something to to th- throw into this mix your news media and I did a VBS on this mm-hmm. stay away from mainstream media go to the VBS if you can if you're if, video if, bonus if, if, show. If the video bonus show news outlets that I use uh, an alternative to the Drudge report is revolver dot News, uh, uh, Breitbart, Town Hall, Red State, uh, Gateway Pundit, all of these. And I also like what I'm reading from right now. Let me see is the name of this one. It's like a conservative. uh, Another one. Bon Gino report is another Mm -hmm. one. Get your news from there. Yeah, Uh, it's why. Because this is where you can find out. This is where I find out the true economic devastation Mm -hmm. that's happened. Here's what I think to add to this. The masking and the lockdowns that started in 2020, it is going to be the new normal. Hmm. This economic devastation gut punch that we are now in the middle of just like, oh, my gosh, oh, my God. It's going to be this. This is it. This is the new normal. (sighs) Get ready for that. That's a hard pill to swallow.
0: And another great and unplanned segue. The next thing I see happening is, to some extent, protests against lockdowns. Now, let me be the first to say I've been extraordinarily disappointed in the American people Mm. for putting up with this nonsense as long as we have. But I think it's going to get so bad. And I'm not talking like sweeping this and blocking highways and recalls and, and, you know, people being like, thrown out of office and new people. I'm not talking a revolution based on lockdowns, please. It's I know we all wish that there would be strong action taken in response to these lockdowns. I mean, there are going to be and maybe not protest is right. There's going to be backlash. There we go. Backlash. And we're starting to see the yeah.
1: beginnings of that now in the, and, and the kind of the and I'm hoping I'm I think I'm not jumping on a future topic on this. What we're also seeing is. Is the left using the lockdowns Mm -hmm. as an excuse? Let me just see. Again, I have uh, headlines in front of me. Uh, U.S. colleges lost 400,000 students this fall because of coronavirus. London faces third lockdown as COVID-19 spreads. Here's where it gets used as a tool. Bill de Blasio uses pandemic to, quote, end discriminatory screening in schools. De uh, de Blasio is using the pandemic, quote, crisis to alter admissions to selective schools to allow more black and Hispanic students. So we're going to see lockdowns and COVID more as an excuse to push an agenda. Mm -hmm. And we've already seen it. It's going to be worse. So, again, this leveraging of uh, an illness that really is just a flu season at this point it going to be used to to be a a weapon in the in the administration of socialism. That is the new normal.
0: And we're going to see a backlash to that. So so COVID is going to stop being like the flu and masks. And it's going to be what Shelby's talking about, which is a way to do all this social engineering stuff. And and all on one side of the coin and on the other side of the coin, there are going to be backlashes that may unite some patriots. Um, We've all seen. You know, the restaurant owners. Oh, gosh, New
1: York. Oh, my gosh. That have,
0: you know, been completely robbed. And we've seen the hypocritical elected officials. My point is, is that the backlash could be one of the rallying points for our side. And it'll only grow as things get worse, as you described, Shelby and then as people finally can't take it you know what when your restaurant when you're bankrupt and all your savings has been depleted why not you got pro- nothing to why yeah lose. why not protest oh a 30,000 a day penalty fine okay why not why don't you go tell my bankruptcy lawyer how much uh that i don't have that i owe you
1: well and and in that strain this is going to i'm looking at her this so i don't step on toes In that strain, we already know this, and we might need to talk about this more on the other side of the break that we're coming up against. There's this, we have a lawless culture. We've seen the Antifa BLMers commit major crimes with impunity across our country this last year. And now, what we are beginning to see is restaurant owners protesting, people opening when they've been told to close, and the weaponizing of government Mm -hmm. and fining and jailing those people. For opening a restaurant, yet you have people over here assaulting federal officers and blinding them with lasers.
0: Not being charged, not being charged by charged local stores, exactly. sponsored So DAs. there's this
1: whole mix of weird lawlessness. So we have so much more we want to talk about on this on the other side of the break. But just know there's going to be this mix of weird lawlessness... Over zealous government and underzealous government, mm-hmm. the more 2021 comes out. And we need to make our choices now. Where are we going to fall in some of those lines? Because they're going to get really blurry. Guys, we have so much more to talk about on this topic. Don't go away.
2: More Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at Prepping2-0.com
0: Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it. Make solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it, C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT.
1: Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps.
0: Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times, the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love new Mana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available
1: new mana comes in family style portions and in bulk this is not backpacking food it's family meals that last for at least 25 years the perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering
0: you can get a sample of new mana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself you will be amazed
1: prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10 percent discount by entering the code prep
0: go to newmana.com or click the link on the prepping 2.0 website
1: Give it a try. numana.com that is n u m a n a.com
2: Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome
1: back, everyone. Shelby Gallagher here. Thanks for joining us today for the second half of Prepping 2.0. We were just talking about the weird lawlessness and how conservatives will disobey mandates. I'm going to say mandates because they're not laws to, like, open restaurants or open their gyms or open their businesses and risk a real risk of being arrested and fined where we have another you know faction of our culture that's over here and have been committing crimes all year long major crimes injury murder assault and what are your thoughts mayhem and here's
0: another reason i think a backlash to the lockdowns is going to have a big effect on all of you all of us going into 2021 and that is respect For the rule of law. And here's what I mean Shelby was talking about sort of the left side of the coin, which is they can go and do stuff and nothing happens to them. But here's what's going to happen with these protests and backlashes to lockdowns very quickly, the majority of Americans will see that that restaurant owner that remained open uh, and gets fined, that nothing really happens. And, yeah, they get fined. They say, oh, you owe us all this money. No, they don't. I mean, judges keep throwing these things out. To, to the surprise of my jaded view of the law, which is very uh, jaded, judges are pretty regularly throwing these things out. And so I, when people see that the emperor has no clothes, when they see that Mario Cuomo uh, – Andrew Cuomo, sorry – Andrew Cuomo can <laughs> say all this stuff and issue all these dictates and nothing really happens – it's going to embolden our side. And we're going to say, you know what? They keep saying that this is against the law. I've always followed the law because that's how I was raised. Law shma. I did a KHNC show on this. It's on a, it's VBS number 20 or 21, and it is P-R-O-L. We always talk about W-R-O-L without rule of law. Well, I came up with something new. Quite honestly, I came up with it. P-R-O-L, post-rule of law America. And this is going to be another thing that sinks in with people instead of intellectual debate. It's going to sink in with people. You know what? They can issue me all the tickets on this on this mask stuff, but they can't really do anything. So that's going to be in the minds of patriots that the emperor has no clothes. This is all heading towards a really toxic combination of our side being emboldened and their side being emboldened to do more bad stuff.
1: Well, and and where my cautionary thing in this is that because of how the the projected election, the project, the cheating came out because I, I truly don't believe Trump lost. Um, the we're, The overlay over the entire United States, and we'll get more into this in a moment, is blue. Mm-hmm. It, it not just blue, but socialist blue. So that's where the fear comes in. Like, all right, so if I live, and we'll talk about this more. If I live in a red state, great, but that doesn't mean the feds can't come in. That doesn't mean that mm-hmm. there's not a little, you know, fear in my gut about if I if I come out and say I'm a conservative Republican, is this senator over here at the federal level? going to come after me where I live in a red state, you know, and, and, there, and there's where the fear lies, right?
0: Yep. And you're getting, uh, sorry, you're getting know, a little getting bit ahead. ahead of us, but let me, let me talk about yep. another thing chronologically yes, yes. that I see happening. So we're talking about basically the spring, the first hundred days, the spring. It is well known that there is like everything else there. There is a season turn, turn, terrible oh, singing. Stop, stop, stop. There's a season to rioting. Yes, there is. It starts in spring and it it goes ramps up in summer and then it dies down because honestly, do you want to riot with your coat on? I mean, no, you want to you want it to be nice outside. So look at all the riots the the Arab Spring um, May Day, May 1st. It's always in the spring. So here's what I see happening in the spring. Good old Antifa and BLM have been quiet now because they have accomplished what their masters wanted them to, which is a Biden administration, but you don't think that Antifa and BLM really support Democrats. I mean, they-
1: They say they do, but they don't.
0: They are revolutionaries, and elections don't mean anything to them. Now, they follow orders and they do what they're told to help Biden come into power. But at some point, and I don't know what it is, because I can't get in the mind of the left, because that's like getting in the mind of like a serial killer. I'm sorry, I just can't do it. It doesn't make any sense to me the left, Antifa and BLM, are going to start rioting again. It could be because the Biden administration needs another crisis to go solve. That is probably the most likely thing. But the point is, doesn't matter how it gets sparked. Antifa and BLM will start rioting again when the season starts in the spring and it'll go into the summer and it'll be yet another toxic thing in this entire mix and we're going to see again and I think the riots will be worse than they were in 2020 which
1: is crazy to think about
0: but we're going to see the contrast the the (laughs) P-Roll contrast where the left can not just burn neighborhoods down maybe it's whole cities at this point and nothing happens to them but then a guy opens up his restaurant and he gets like thrown in jail and he gets out after the jury lets him go it's just going to be like this crazy crazy Contrast, And so that's going to be going on. And of course, to an extent, you need to be prepared for riots in Antifa because it could be near where you are. But it's getting to the point where the rioting isn't as much coming to your neighborhood and have a plan for that. It's that it's going on all over the place. It's being factored in by economic destruction gun control, deep state versus patriots, and a bunch of other stuff we're going to talk about.
1: So let me throw in a couple of little nuggets in in that mix, too. We learned a lot about the actions of Antifa and BLM over this last year, 2020. Um, A couple of new things that they did was set during the height of the fire season. Yes. Set fire to everything. In the West. In the West. I don't think that, I I think this summer they're going to do the exact same Mm -hmm. thing. And and what they always do is they do it worse. Mm -hmm. So get ready, folks. Good point prepare your home for fire. Mm. Two, that they did, that they're doing right now, and I think it's unique, in Portland and Seattle, you know, they did that whole Chaz thing this last fall, where they took over a city block at a park and some buildings, and then just recently, they've taken over homes. Yeah. And the reason why they're doing that is because it's winter and cold, and and when cold, rainy, cold, wet in Seattle and Portland is awful, so they've actually made it so that they're pseudo-rioting by taking over property and putting up barricades and booby-trapping it, they're going to do that on steroids in 2021 because they don't have a federal government that will come in and dis- disperse them like what happened in Seattle. It's going to just get worse. So they have a couple of new tools in their toolbox.
0: By the way, another reason they will be doing that, sort of taking over houses and neighborhoods and then taking over neighborhoods and then taking over parts of cities mm-hmm. is that The cities, you're so right, without the federal government doing anything, the cities not only won't do anything, in the case of the latest autonomous zone in Portland that's going on right now, the city council apologized, apologized to Antifa and so it's there's going to be more of that Well,
1: and I, I have to joke, I'm going to just toot my own horn on that when I saw that having part of the negotiation between the city and those who are occupying the red house, they called it the red house autonomous zone.
0: Ironic that it's red.
1: It's red. Um, Uh, Part of the negotiations for them to leave the house, to dismantle all the barricades and to leave was that the mayor would stand up and apologize and go on a little apology tour. And he did.
0: And they didn't leave.
1: And they didn't leave. So my joke, my My joke, and it's not a joke. It's actually quite pathetic because he he's pathetic. Ted Wheeler is pathetic. Is uh, he just got deep and gaslit all at once because part of the negotiations that they would stop. And he did that. So, oh, my goodness. So it's just going to our point it's is, this isn't the,
0: the Portland mayor political hour. This is really about 2020 <laughs> unfolding. How and to you're prepare gonna see, for this. You're going to see more of this Antifa BLM stuff because they get away with it. They that's get, our they point. They get
1: away with it and they grow. They learn from their successes and they and they th- mm-hmm. this this is all probing. Yeah.
0: That's our point. Yep. Here's another thing you're going to see. And it's going to, I think, start roughly in the spring. And that is shelves once again are going to start getting sparser. I'm not going to say they're going to be empty overnight, because, see, that's that's exaggeration. They're going to start getting sparser and sparser. It'll be the TP scare of 2020. Then now people at least, that's the one positive thing that came out of 2020, people at least now start to see uh, the shelves a little bit empty. And they understand what's going on. Here's the downside to that. Everything seems to have like an other side of the coin that we're talking about here. The other side of the coin is, yes, people understand that when things get sparse, you better get stuff, which just means the shelves get emptier quicker. So that's going to be going and on. And
1: we've gotten again. We've gotten used to it. We've talked about it quite a bit in 2012. Well, it's been an undertow. Uh a year ago, at the beginning of 2020, you could walk into a store at first thing in the morning and all the minions and the workers during the night stocked up all the mm-hmm. shelves and they were full. They don't do that anymore because they don't have anything to fill up the shelves. They clean mm-hmm. and they desanitize, or, <laughs> you know what I mean? And they do all the cleaning and the and, and, and the shelves that we remember a year ago that were always full. You know, the cans just lined up so perfectly and nicely and everything was that's gone mm-hmm. and it's going to get worse.
0: It's going to get worse. So, here's another thing going on with all of this. And that is, and I'm thinking spring and summer, don't hold me to that. I mean, come on, there are limits to my Nostradamusness. Again, making up another word. He, I love to create new I words. I tried
1: to give you the award. I
0: know. Adding to the Nostradamusness is my thought that in about the spring and summer, the red states start to resist in earnest. Now, they're kind of resisting now. They're certainly opposed. There's, there's a difference between there's the opposition.
1: Been for sure. There's
0: a difference between opposition and resistance. So, and yes, the opposition is there, but I, I start seeing some resistance. Now, here we have in late December 2020, a Texas state representative has said, not done yet, but has said he will be introducing a bill in the Texas legislature to allow a referendum on Texas seceding from the union and becoming, uh, returning to its independent nation status that it formerly had. Will will he introduce a bill? I don't know. Will Texas secede? I doubt it. There are a variety of reasons. It takes years to negotiate ownership of military bases. Who's, who's gonna pay the social security checks? What about all the tax money? This is harder than it looks, right? To just do these things, there's no magic wand. That's another thing. Not only can you not believe anything in the news, guys, listen to me. There's no magic wand. I get emails and I get Patreon messages from you guys and you're always like, hey, there's going to be this one thing that's going to happen. Trump's going to do this one thing and it's going to solve all the problems. I understand where you're coming from and I'm not making fun of you, but you guys, if you keep thinking there's one easy magic wand solution, you're not going into 2021 with the clear eyes and the clear thinking that you need to have to adjust to things that happen. You need to adjust to things that happen instead of coming up with Perfect solutions. Because guess what, guys? Here's the thing, I just realized this. We're way past the solution. Oh mode. gosh, yeah. There's the there only is no solution, solution. The solution to this is to write it out and live through it and survive and be good to other people. The solution is not we're gonna do term limits and then stuff like that. Is term limits a gone. great idea? It's a fabulous yes. idea. Forget about still solutions. Joe Biden is a good
1: reason for that.
0: Yeah, 49 years. Forget about big nationwide solutions, you guys. Focus your energy. You can still dream about it, and that's cool. All right, cool. What you can't do is is cut off and, and, and exclude the information and block out the information about shelves being bare and BLM going crazy and the federal government starting to do what we're going to talk about in a moment, do all kinds of bad things to you. And that would be... I see blue states starting to persecute patriots. Shelby, what do you I, have on that? But let me jump
1: back here. You mentioned the Texas bill to secede. I, I just for kicks and grins, I encourage people to keep an eye on that because mm-hmm. the and there's been other states that have done that before. I mean, this California has done proposals had to, an initiative. Blah blah blah, and I failed. get that. Yeah, that failed. This is a different times. Um, Alan West, who yeah. is the head of the Republican Party in Texas, and has a very strident social media platform, and he's been a candidate before. Blah blah blah. He's in Congress for. He a was couple in Congress, terms. yeah, and he's and he's fun to watch and listen to. He's he's a born leader, mm-hmm. and I like him a lot.
0: Lieutenant Colonel Lieutenant Allen West. Lieutenant
1: Colonel Alan West. Um, he's he's behind this, and he has spoken about the the Texas bill. Um. And other states, this is different in, like, California wanting to break up into three places. This is Texas and a handful of other states that have said, yeah, can we secede with you? Mm-hmm. That's a different beast. Much like what happened with the Supreme Court where you had all these states signing mm-hmm. on to with amicus briefs. And there's a little different um, mix in this. So I say keep an eye on this, especially as things continue to degrade. That's all I wanted to say to that. But you you bring
0: up a good point, and that is Alan West and the Supreme Court and Texas and a union of states joining Texas in that case. All those things did indeed happen, all of which were pretty amazing. That was the end of 2020. You're right. You've got actually the head of a a Republican Party for a large state. And he did say, and I'm paraphrasing, but this is essentially Mm -hmm. it because precision is important on this stuff. Especially
1: on that. Yeah, we're
0: not going to exaggerate and give you guys bad information. Alan West said words to the effect of "There needs to be a union of states," and he meant within the United States. But he mm-hmm. meant basically an alliance, a compact, whatever you want to call it, an alliance of states, which is different than leaving the union. That and he pointed to all the states that had signed on to Texas's brief as, as sort of a, a natural starting point. By the way, you look at the map of the the states mm-hmm. that joined Texas's brief and the state that joined the. Uh, the communist states brief. It kind of looks like an old battle line, if you know what I'm talking about. So anyway, but you've got this talk for the first time. And this, this is unique. Yes. California has uh, tried to become several states, which you're very right. Shelby is, is entirely different than leaving the union. Uh, But now we've got an actual, if it actually happens in the sense of, if the bill is introduced, an actual legislative proposal to leave the union, which when I heard that, Sean Swanson called me with that, by the way, he called me and he said, dude, you have to see this. And when Sean Swanson calls you and says, <laughs> dude, you have to see this, you, you pick up it. the phone and you and you go and see what it was. So anyway, this is a big deal. Do I think it's a magic solution? No, no I do not. No, no, no. But the fact that it's being discussed is adding to this, this, this soup of conflict and chaos and Big stakes. That's my point.
1: And and again, it's not just polarizing; it's choosing sides.
0: Yeah.
1: And let me add to that again. You have let's just play it out a little bit. Texas puts this before their legislature. I could see other states very quickly. I mean, I'm thinking Oklahoma and Nebraska. All those states Arkansas. joined into the Amicus briefs very quickly. They could legislatively say. Some sort of we join Texas. We would like to join them. And yeah. ooh, yeah. And here's a political way
0: out, by the way. I know we're spending a lot of time on this, but it's fascinating. Here's the political slash legal way for those other states to do that. I just thought of this. There are all kinds of resolutions in legislatures because I've written them that are Conditional. Mm-hmm. There's an if in there. And Oklahoma, for example, despite their little football rivalry, and don't let that get in the way of liberty, um, <laughs> they could say Oklahoma could say if Texas leaves the union or they could say if they want to be slightly more squishy, but it's fair. If the Supreme Court allows Texas to leave the union, we would then have a vote to consider doing so also. And that's how it's a little bit softer. Reempted, yeah, it's a little bit softer, but it's it's still there. Here's an important. Go ahead. Well,
1: and let me add this to you and I have spent a lot of time thinking about this, even even before the, these the last couple of years. Look at the cover of my books and mm-hmm. the story that plays out how states are pulling apart because they're polarized politically. You talk about it more regionally. But these are things that and we're not the only ones. There's other people, other authors that have written about this. This is what they see kind of the balkanization. And we've talked about that a lot on this show at the United States because the splitting is happening so deeply. But I go ahead. What were you going to say?
0: Well, yeah. And one of the things also to factor in, mm-hmm. I keep saying this on the other hand, it's not really on another hand, but the other side of this it's, it's Texas not, secession coin is the Biden administration's reaction. Liberals across are the country. Lose their mind. When we just saw this, this, you know, senator from New Hampshire ha- yep. talking about its treason. You're going to see that the Democrats, socialists, liberals, whatever you call them, who even cares anymore? I don't even care.
1: The Democratic Party has been co-opted by communists and socialists. Yes. Period.
0: They're going to lose their minds yep. and they're going to start throwing down some pretty strong lines in the sand cuz you know what's hilarious? Most liberals are wusses. Yep. And they're going to talk big because it's the United States Army that needs to, like, carry out their nonsense, right? When they want gun control, it's a local police department that needs to go and knock on doors. And conceivably, if somebody doesn't want to give up their guns, it's the police officers get shot. It's not the pol- well, and politicians. We've seen, we've
1: seen hilarious examples of that. The, the uh, city council member in Portland who wants to defund the police. And then when she gets a mean Uber driver, she calls the police. <laughs> Exactly. They're wusses and they can't live by their own. uh, We've seen headline after headline, all of these left leaning uh, draconian lawmakers about all of these lockdowns and masks. And then they go off and they go hang out in wine bars without a mask in a room full of 18 people. The hypocrisy is maddening. So let me just get off that Yes, it is, but it's a little
0: bit different than what I'm talking about. And what I'm talking about is the left will say, oh, really, Texas? We're going to cut off all federal funding storyline of her books, uh, except it was Portland, or Oregon. Oregon. Anyway, we are going to start seeing the Democrats being big shots, you know, so and they're at a wine and cheese party with all their commie buddies and they get half a bottle of wine in them and they're all going to be like, we're going to invade Texas. Oh, really? You might not want to say that stuff out loud because you, you don't you're amping it up, Democrats. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be this amping up because yep. the Democrats are going to overreact and they're going to talk big, and it's going to create the chaos and uncertainty. And
1: they already have been. I mean, they really have. But we want, we we we've belabored this point, yes. Mister Tate.
0: Here's our next point. Yes. Blue states, and it's a once again a, nas- a great natural segue. Blue states are gonna start persecuting patriots. There'll be all kinds of things. There will be administrative things, regulatory things. Taxes. One of the president's lawyers is is got the Bar Association all after him for no good reason. And I know the topic and it's it's made up what they're coming after him on. There'll be all these things. There'll be persecution. Notice I'm not saying, you know, mass executions. I'm not talking about, you know, internment camps. I'm talking about persecution. And it might be mild, it might start off mild, but it will be palpable. And
1: And it's and it's the weaponizing of government. I've I've said that for years. This is what the left does. They weaponize government and they don't abide by the same rules. And blue states are going to be are going to be forced to collaborate with the Biden administration.
0: Well, they're going to want to collaborate. I don't think no offense. I don't think forced is it. I think the blue states are going to willingly and giddily. Yes. Giddily, an adverb I just made up. It's like. Well Giddy. Done. It's like a double adverb. Giddy's already an adverb. Anyway, the blue states will giddily co- collaborate. They're
1: going to get funding for it
0: with the Biden federal folks. Mm-hmm. And with the persecution of patriots, this is all leading to something, guys. And that is and this applies to us candidly. If you live in a blue state, even in a conservative part, you should probably leave and you should probably leave because the bad people in your blue states that run your blue state government and local governments, um, allied with, supporting, married up with, collaborating with the bad federal folks, mean you've got huge problems.
1: And the blue state that you live in is emboldened by about a hundredfold. Yeah. They are not emboldened when there's a differing party in the president.
0: They're and emboldened. That's huge. They're emboldened. They're hateful right, right, people, right, right. and they hate. They hate conservatives. And the other thing with all this, they're getting away with it, mm-hmm. and they can't stop. They can't control themselves. They cannot. They they don't have any breaks. Right. Our side has breaks, and that's violence. Our side stops at violence, and we go. Whoop! We're not doing that. They don't have those breaks, and they're going to get drunk with power and. On top of all this, there's going to be that doubling down and that trash talk Mm -hmm. they're going to be doing. They're going to be governors. Mark my words. Go ahead and mark this this tape. There will be governors in blue states who will say, if you are one of those Trump deniers who denies that Biden is the president, you're a traitor and we're going to arrest you. And they're going to say stuff like this. Our side, our patriots are going to hear this. And what are they going to do? This will be our last topic before we go into the after show where we continue all this good stuff. We're only like halfway done with the year of 2021. There's going to be a patriot exodus to red states. And I don't mean like relocating because you can do that now, like early, early 2021. It's going to be refugee material. It's going to be pick up your stuff and leave. You can't sell your house. They'll seize it anyway. The blue states will because you're a traitor. Remember, remember, you're a traitor.
1: And it's scary because I I listen to this and this is my books. (laughs) The difficulty. I talk very extensively in my books about the difficulty trying to get from a sanctuary state to uh, what else? To um, a great state, right? A great state being going a red from one, blue, yeah, and going, going from, from blue to, to red. red. Because let's just put this out there: we have about a, a minute left. When when you have communist socialist something controlling an area, typically historically, it's very difficult to get out of it. Right. Ask people who lived in Eastern Germany. Ask people who live in Hong Kong. Ask people who lived in uh, communist Russia. Mm-hmm. They don't let you leave.
0: Right, cuz they want your stuff. They don't want you around, but they want your stuff. And they they hate you and they want to punish you. And and I'm uh, we're going to just end on this note yeah. for this regular show. And of course, we're just getting warmed up for the after show, you guys. Understand this. And you need to because you need to factor this in to how you prepare for 2021. They hate you. They hate you. They want bad things to happen to you. So you need to not be around that situation because, like I say, we put the brakes on with violence. We don't go to the violence thing. You need to not be in a situation, a setting, a state where people who want to do horrible things to you are even near you because it's going to lead to badness. We don't do badness. We go on peacefully
2: and we go somewhere else.
1: Remember, folks, failure to prepare is preparing to fail. Have a great week.
2: You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.